Welcome, welcome. This is Cassandra Austin McDonald with the Grow Through It podcast, where I share my personal life experiences and the stories of others who have grown through life's ups and downs and came out on the other side. Listen in as you may become inspired to evolve into the best version of yourself. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Grow Through It podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Austin McDonald. And today, I want to do kind of like a part two off of my most recent and previous episode about sensuality, femininity, and sexuality. And the reason for that being is, as I started thinking deeper about this topic, and I was having some conversations with some friends, and I was really just diving deeper into the subject as it relates to women, our femininity, our sensuality, but also for those of us who are faith-based. Faith-based meaning I call myself a God girl. I have a relationship with the creator. I have faith. I, I believe there is a higher power bigger than all of ourselves. I believe that God exists, but I also grew up with a Christian background, grew up um, going to church, and I had this belief that I could not be a certain way if I was going to be a God girl and if I believed in God and have faith and, and whatnot. And so what happened is over the years, I found myself suppressing parts of who I was out of shame out of guilt and feeling like it was not okay to be a feminine, sensual woman who loves sex. Let me just put it out there because we're grown, right? And here on the Growth Through It podcast, I love sharing my own personal stories and the stories of others who have grown through different life's ups and downs and came out on the other side. And although this topic may seem a little bit more fun and flirty and it's not super serious, for me, it was actually a big deal in unlocking my freedom. Because for a long time, I felt that if I was going to be this uh, leader and I was going to be living in my purpose and my calling and led by God and, you know, professing my faith and living a spiritual life meant I couldn't also be sensual and feminine and express that part of myself openly. And I realized that there's a lot of shame, a lot of shame around this topic. And I've actually been noticing it on social media where I will see an absolute beautiful woman post something about herself or she may post a picture And it's a tasteful picture. It's not raunchy. It's not classless. And she's showing her femininity and her sensual side and being shamed for it. You know, and I, however, admired her for it. And I would think, wow, how brave is she for that? How brave? Those were my thoughts. I was inspired by it. And it really caused me to start to reflect on Why did I feel I needed to hide parts of who I am? And one of the reasons is fear of rejection, fear of rejection. And 
I am noticing, even in my coaching practice, I, I coach a lot of women and some men who come to me, but I, I coach a lot of women when it comes to um, the relationships that they have with themselves and how that translates over to the relationships they have with others, whether if it's a romantic relationship, a friendship, a colleague or whomever. And a, the one of the common denominators for women not getting their needs met in relationships, any relationship is not speaking up for what she wants and making the request, making the ask. And a lot of that is due to fear of rejection, fear of being turned down, fear of being told no, fear of what if I get judged? What if I get ostracized? What if I get talked about? And when we lead our lives from that space, when we lead our lives from that fear-based place, what we are doing is we are putting a halt and a stop to receiving that which we desire to have. And what happens is this resentment starts to take root inside and it grows and it turns into bitterness. And before we know it, we're unhappy. We don't feel like we're living our our truest expression of ourselves and authenticity and we feel like something's missing in life and all the things that show up when we lead that way and even though it can be scary even though it cannot feel good when we take action even though we're afraid it's liberating at the same time it's so liberating to do something afraid and i know people are going to argue with me about that because I too suffer with anxiety, you know, and I have a lot of people who listen to this podcast. They also suffer with anxiety and they'll say, Cassandra, that's not true. Every time I do something afraid, it makes my anxiety worse. I understand and I feel you. I've been there. But what I have learned and discovered time and time again is that each time I take action, even though I'm feeling the fear, doing it afraid, I level up my confidence. I feel better about myself. I feel like I just proved to myself that I could achieve something. I feel like I just strengthened an inner muscle inside of me that doesn't fear what people are going to say about me. It takes time to cultivate that. It takes time to work through that. It doesn't happen overnight. So I, yes, I get it. I understand that when anxiety comes up, you feel like it's crippling and it paralyzes you. And all you can do is think about all of the symptoms and the feelings that you're experiencing in the moment. But I want to encourage you to do it afraid, whatever that looks like for you. And in this context for today, I am sharing my own story about taking a stand for the end is one of my uh, mentors um, in business often says to take a stand for the end. And I don't know if you follow me on social media or not, but on Friday, I made a very bold post. And I said, you can be faith based and freaky. You can be saved and sexy. You can be spiritual and sensual to take a stand for the and it doesn't have to be or and I don't believe that this is my belief you can disagree with me that's fine but I don't believe that God created and I'm speaking of women I don't believe God created women 
to not be feminine, to not be sensual, because that's actually a part of our nature. It comes natural for us when we tap into it. And so I have decided to stop masking and hiding parts of myself as it relates to social media and also to my audience. You know, you guys, I'm not this rigid personal development life coach who's telling you that you can do it and you can live your life and live the dreams and all these things. You guys, I have so many dimensions to me and so many different sides. I am a complex creature as all of us are. And I felt like I was hiding a very true part of myself out of fear due to shame. Didn't want to be talked about. I didn't want to be judged. I didn't want to hear the comments of who does she think she is? Because many of you may or may not know, but I experienced bullying growing up. And I even experienced bullying in my adult life by mean girls, grown women who were acting like mean girls in high school. Like we still walking down the halls. <laughs> I experienced it. And because I still was cultivating my own self-worth and confidence, I did not have the wherewithal within me to speak up and stand up for myself and to own my own truth and to stand on that and be unapologetic about that. But I can do that now. And that's how I'm able to speak so boldly and so freely is because of the work that I've done on myself over the years of cultivating my self-worth and confidence and owning all parts of myself, releasing the shame, releasing the fear of other people's judgments and opinions, and just owning this is who I am. Take it or leave it. But I have discovered that when we hide bits and pieces of ourselves, when we compromise bits and pieces of ourselves, we sacrifice ourselves in the end. And we're the ones who end up suffering. And so if I'm sharing something that is resonating with you, I want to encourage you to suffer no more. And you may be listening to this and the, specific topic I'm speaking about as it relates to um, sensuality and faith and and all these things may not resonate with you but just the overall message of just being true to who you are and releasing the fear and the shame may resonate with you I want to encourage you to own all of you the good the bad the ugly the light the dark all of it because it all makes you you God makes no mistakes and God made no mistakes when you were created. There's nothing wrong with you. You are who you are and all of who you are is enough. And you have to know that and own it. And for me to be able to do that for myself, you guys has been so freaking amazing. <laughs> I feel incredible, you guys. Like, I feel like this new burst of energy has taken over me. My creativity has come up to another level. I feel like the ideas are flowing. I feel like my connections are, are growing and expanding all because I let myself off the hook. I gave myself permission to be me. All of me. All of me. By taking a stand for the end, 
that I can be this and that. By removing the confines of being in a box. Because truth be told, none of us fit in a box. These are just societal pressures that a lot of us succumb to because society has set these standards that we should be a certain way if you identify with a certain group of people and that's that. But I believe that we limit ourselves by living that way. And it's a very suffocating way to live. And I am choosing to free myself and to no longer live that way. So with that being said, you may see me post some things that you're like, wow, who, what's going on? This is different. This is new content. I am sharing with you all what has always been here behind closed doors. I'm sharing with you all parts of myself that has always been present. Those close to me know this about me. I'm sharing with you all what I've coached my clients with. I have coached so many women, whether if they're single, dating, or married, about their sensuality, their femininity, their womanhood behind closed doors. And I wasn't being open about it. It was like I was in a closet. <laughs> Does that make sense? And now I'm saying, you know what? This is what it is. And it feels good to do that. And it feels good to own it. So I want to invite any of you who are listening that feel like you want to embark on this path of self-discovery and connecting with yourself on a deeper level so that you can have these deeper connections with others. I want to invite you to connect with me for a discovery call. And in a discovery call, what we do is we get together virtually and we talk about where you are right now, where you desire to be, and the next best step or steps to help you get there. And the discovery call lasts 30 to 45 minutes. It's a $30 investment. If you are getting your nails done, your hair done, and all these things, that is a drop in the bucket for you. That's nothing. And you are worth it. You are worth investing in yourself. And I would love to connect with you. I would love to meet you and just talk about how we can get you pulling all the pieces of who you are back together again so that you can show up in the world as your bold, confident self that you were created to be. You were created to be a bold, confident, limitless person. And I want to support you on that journey. So connect with me by going to www.cassandraaustin.com forward slash work dash with dash me. The link will also be provided in the show notes. Cassandra is spelled with one S, by the way. <laughs> A common uh, mistake I see people make, but that's okay because Cassandra is typically spelled with two S's. However, I'm a little special. I have one S. So again, it's www.cassandraaustin.com forward slash work dash with dash me. I'm looking forward to connecting with you and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave your review for the podcast. To learn more, go to www.cassandraaustin.com.